off and the clock has started. Roger, zero J, and I feel fine. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 14 of Relationships Through the Looking Glass. And today we're going to be talking about something that has come up in a lot of different podcasts. It's, it's strange, not just ours, but I've seen other podcasters talking about it. Uh, it was talked about on a couple podcasts that I've been on with Victor, which is one of our guests. And we've seen memes and questions on social media circulating about it. So I was like, you know what? I think we need to talk about it. Let's let's talk about it. So today we're going to be talking about friends after the breakup. And if that's possible. And to go into this conversation, which I'm so excited to do because... <laughs> I have the most, I'm not, I don't have the common opinion here. So I feel like I'm, I might get slightly dragged, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready for all of it because I have good things to say on my platform about it. But before we get started, we're going to go and introduce our guest today. Um, first, our first guest is kind of an honorary relationships to the podcast host. The title that no one has ever asked for and never ever thought they need, needed. But <laughs> Victor's been with us several times. Um, so him, we have Darius with What the Shit Podcast and Daryl with All Things Black Podcast, who I've I've uh, given them the honorary relationship through the Looking Glass co-host title. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're so excited about. But um, they've been with us three times or more and Victor's back again. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Victor first so he can tell us about his podcast, his platform. And the question, the question everybody wants to know from you, Victor, is do you think people can be friends after a breakup? And if they should be or could be, or is it a good idea? What say you, Victor? All right. First of all, thank you for making my honorary host of um, uh, relationships to the looking glass. I definitely appreciate it. And also, you are you are an honorary person, uh, captain of Liquor Talk as well, because you've been on multiple episodes. By the way, shout out to Michelle and also shout out to Nicole. They they were on the episode, the ten person episode that dropped this week. Man, that episode was crazy. I brought, I thought I saw the Michelle. I didn't think I was going to see y'all. I was like, whoa, Michelle took it down. I anyway. did. I did. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. See what you did, Victor. See hey. what you did. Hey, hey, blame, blame ladies left for that. I, I brought, blame ladies left and blame my damn sister for asking me a crazy question. And the that, alcohol. Um, that's who blamed all of that. Blame those things. But, um, the ladies invading the guys on the round. That episode is live on Liquor Talk. So go ahead and check that on all platforms. To answer the question at hand, I'm going to say no. Unless it, it, it's, it's, it's very case by case. It varies case by case. But I'm going to say no. because Unless it's been some years. Like Now, if it's been some years since the breakup, then yeah, we could be cool. But if the breakup just happened... Do not be trying to be my goddamn friend because I don't want to hear about the next nigga you talking about. Because when that nigga do you wrong, I'm just going to laugh at you because I'm like, you know what? You could have had me, damn it. Because that's what does um, another podcast to be talking about their dating experiences. I'm like, but you turned me down for this motherfucker and that's how that motherfucker treat you? You played yourself. 
So, oh no, I know that was a lot, but no, don't don't try it. I felt it. I felt it, Victor. I felt it. Dang, never. But I'm ready. I'm ready because I got my points. I got my points. But before we get into the points, let's go through and um bring Arnell to the mic. So Arnell Yay. is one of our new a new uh guest. Um, I kind of pulled him over. He's one of my um my team members in the therapeutic world. And I always refer to him as the wild card therapist because I never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Like, I just don't know. And I feel the same way today. Like, I'm excited to have him here and I'm completely clueless about what's about to happen. So Arnell, (laughs) tell us what you think about the topic. Should friends or could friends be friends? I mean, yeah exes be friends after a breakup what say you Arnell? i mean i think they could be friends after a breakup i knew, I mean, it. It, I knew it oh i'm sorry <laughs> it, it, de- it depends on you know how the breakup went but i mean even in cases where it went bad i mean you could still be friends to a certain extent because i mean even like like victor said you know she may be talking to you about the next dude but you know you may be that since you have that friendship you may have those benefits where you can He's some of the pain that dude's causing. Oh, oh <laughs> whoa. Benefits. Yeah, That's something benefits. we're going to be bringing that up too. So, yeah, that's part of the friendship. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has the diabolical laugh. So, this is even going to be better. So, I already know what Nicole's going to say. And if you are a watcher and a regular to the podcast, you already know it too. But go ahead, Nicole. For any of the new people, let us know what you think about that. Well, uh, hi, everybody. I definitely don't. I, I am not friends with any ex. I don't really see a reason to be friends with an ex, especially if I've moved on. So, nope. I I mean, can I if I wanted to, but I just don't see a reason to continue. Like, I feel like I've grown past a relationship, so I'm no longer that person. So why do I need to continue to swim in that pool of the past? What a nice, she said it so well. So, But now we know it's a balanced panel because my answer is, should you? Uh, I mean, I don't know your life. So like, if you feel you should, then go ahead and do it. But here's the thing. You have to have some accountability to what is what the outcome is when you make that decision. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say, that's the greatest idea. Absolutely not. And I'm not going to sit here and say every ex that I've been with were I'm friends. Absolutely not. I probably can count on two fingers who I'm still connected to in one way or another who's been an ex. And one of them, I have no choice because we have kids together. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want, even though I'm going to have valid points, well, I think they're valid to me. Uh, I'm not saying that you should absolutely consider being friends with an ex because they're an ex for a reason, but I'll go down a little bit deeper into that rabbit hole when we get to it. So I'm going to ask Victor first. Um, you, you said why, you know, you, you don't think it's a good idea to be friends. So have you ever attempted that? Have you ever been friends with an ex before? Um, I think it. I think it happened. I it never. I've never been friends with ex. Like my ex is currently none of them keep in touch with me. It's like, and there's one ex I spoke to in a room on Clubhouse. 
for the first time in like like nine like seven years me and that because me and it was an ex from college and they just happened to hop in the room and we were together it was just us in the room but we talked we talked as if nothing happened so so it, and sometimes in my case it's like it's like sometimes someone someone else will come along and do you worse than how that person did you so it's like compare you comparing them to what someone else did you're like okay it wasn't that bad but it took some years though like i said but in my experience just from my experience it took years for me to want to open up to that person but i'm kind of like nicole over here i'm like if it happens don't don't even try it because i'm not gonna be that friend to where i'm not gonna be that guy for you you can come be to because once you cut me off romantically all my benefits go away so are you a believer? Because I've I've seen this from, and I want um, Nicole and Arnell to be thinking this too, because that this question is going to come to you, as well. Are you someone who, for me, I can't be in a relationship unless I'm a friend first. Like I cannot, I cannot give myself to you. I cannot devote time to you. I cannot be in some type of submissive role if we are not friends first. Are you or have you been in relationships where it just went into a relationship? Because I've heard people say like they don't need their partner to be their friend. And for me, that's weird because to me, I don't I can't build on something that starts from nothing. I need to have a friendship as a base. That's me personally. How do you th feel about that? Do you are you a, do you build off a of friendship? Are you can you are you somebody who can go straight into a relationship and get to know the person while you're in the relationship? Um, I can, I can build off, I can go both ways. I can either go to friendship first, but, but my problem is sometimes it's like, they'll tell you, I just want to be friends, but then you're stuck in that friend zone. That's my problem. So it's like, if I date somebody, I do like, just want to establish Hey, we're building a relationship here. And I feel like that friendship will come natural as well. And if we're um, building towards a relationship, then the friendship is going to come, you know what I'm saying? But just to be friends first, that's going to be kind of a challenge because, like I said, from my personal experience, sometimes you just find yourself getting stuck in that friend zone. So it's kind of a defense thing to say, okay, I don't necessarily want to be your friend first because I don't want to be stuck there. Basically, because um, cause no offense to women, but everybody, no offense to women because some men do it too. We always choose the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? They always... The one that wants to do them right, they want to put it in the friend zone. But the one treating the ship, treating them like crap, and got got all got so many people running them around. They got a whole basketball roster. Them the ones y'all want. <laughs> don't don't be saying y'all. Don't do not do not be. Saying, I don't want no damn basketball roster. I don't want none of that. So when when Victor says y'all, he's excluding Michelle and and Nicole. <laughs> Dag nevit. How about you, Arnell? So have you ever been friends with an, I already know the answer. Have you ever been friends with an ex? I know, I'm just throwing your junk all out there. <laughs> no, Michelle, I feel like you're judging me. <laughs> no, me judging? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually friends with a lot of my exes. Yeah, I figure that. <laughs> oh, Michelle, oh. I feel, so, I, feel so, I feel so toxic now. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I, I don't know. How, it's okay, I'm okay with it. Michelle's on your side, so you you have good company. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I'm, I I I don't. I'm not as much as Arnell. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So why, why are you still friends with your exes? No, actually, um, like a lot of my significant relationships, we started out as friends before, you know, anything else. So we maintained our friendship after that. And, you know, our breakups didn't really go bad. Like nothing evil ever happened. We just, I don't know, we outgrew each other in a lot of cases. So we okay. ended up still being friends. So there's no reason not to be. Okay. I feel yeah. it. I got you. So you are you are on team for building the relationship from a friendship base. Or can you go yeah. either way? Mm, the ones that start out as friendships tend to be more significant. The ones where you just jump into a relationship, it, it doesn't seem to last as long, at least not for me. Right, right. Right. I like that answer, Ernell. I like that answer. How about you, Nicole? All them questions. I want all them questions answered. <laughs> um, for one, regarding the um, can I be friends first? Yes. But um, like Dr. said, <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of um, being friends with somebody and then out the blue that suddenly they want more. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought we were friends. So you know, putting people in the friend zone and then that's where they stay because that's the department that I put them in or compartment that I put them in. Um, so I've done both. I've been friends and just, I can't even say fell into a relationship, but got into a relationship, both. So you can do both. Okay. I really, I can't do, I can't do the other. Like uh, everybody I've ever been in a relationship has always started out as a friend. And a lot of the times, here's the funny thing, and Nicole's probably going to die laughing. I will have no idea these people are interested in me at all. <laughs> Wait, like, how you don't know they're interested in you? Dude, I am clueless. Like, so, I had one douche no, to tell me, and I laughed it off. Victor and are now both of you. So, you know those signs that you send a female that you're interested in? that you swear to God, she will not miss. Michelle is that girl that will miss. So unless you have a sign up to her that says, I'm interested, I'd like to date you, she's not going to catch it. I'm the one that's like, and uh, dude, I still might not catch it. <laughs> you know, I Michelle, I'm, I can't even fault you because sometimes there's some women that um that show, show signs that they're interested in me and they'll go mm -hmm. right over my head. But I'm sometimes it's like, if you're interested in somebody, you're genuinely interested in them, you're going to pick up on all the signs. But sometimes it'll still blow over your head. At I pick oh, up yeah. on nothing. Nothing. I have one guy straight up tell me, hey, I'm volunteering to be, you know, the next dude. And I just laughed it off. <laughs> that is How can you hilarious. miss that one? That one was clear. Yeah. And I, I laughed. I'm just it's wow so i think because all of my relationships started out as a friendship a lot of the times i i just don't get that they're interested in me and like that because i'm the friend i'm always that i'm the you know let's go watch this let's go watch this let's go do this and i'm like let's roll let's do that and i have no idea that this person is like I'm trying to get to know you more on a different level because I just see friends. Not saying that I'm putting them in a the friend zone. So there's the difference. And I wanted to bring that up because Victor said it, something about it, and Nicole hinted to it as well. Situations like that, 
I wouldn't say that person's putting you in a friend zone. They just might be freaking clueless. Like I am clueless to that. So it's not like I'm perp I was purposely putting anybody in the friend zone. Unless you use your big man words and say, sit down with me, no jokes. Even if I laugh the first time, cause I think it's a joke, say I'm actually being serious. And <laughs> I'll probably still laugh cause now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, sometimes we just don't get the clues. So you're thinking you're being friend zoned and it's not that she just might be clueless as hell. No, I have one that that's like, they, they, I think they picked up on the hint. They're like, Oh, I know it's a romantic tone of your voice. I just want to see you as a friend. And that's the one I was like, Oh, Victor, you got a romantic voice. What's your romantic <laughs> voice sound like? <laughs> that's what I'm Victor. trying to figure out. I'm like, damn. Don't trip. You know, what, what's that romantic voice sound like? Hey, hey, baby. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> we could just go out to eat, see where it goes. And stop um, it. That is not your romantic voice. <laughs> I'm you, trying to think of the, the romantic tone I was using, but because I stopped, I think I stopped using it after that chick told me that. Aww. I was like, she Sometimes just like it's I subconscious. Just see, yeah, I think it happens subconsciously when I'm not when I'm not even thinking about it. But I'm like, damn, girl, you were the kind kind of saw you as the top dog. But hey, you want to get done wrong by niggas and make a podcast about it? I said, okay, that's you. But you can have me. Hey, we could be doing podcasts. So hey, hey, so apparently she does podcasts, y'all. Apparently she's a podcaster. You done told some stuff, Victor. See, you caught up on that. You know, Michelle. You know, Michelle. I'm. You know, Michelle. Do you want better? I'll send you her link. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Send it. Ooh, I want all the tea is coming in hot yes. today. Yes, send it. This is great. This is great. But uh, but I just kind of want to throw that out too. That sometimes it's not friend zone on purpose. Sometimes it's a friend zone due to somebody just being clueless as hell. Because once I get it, if there, if I do have, you know, I'll have to reassess my feelings. <laughs> Like, no, we're, okay, we're we're gonna do this now, okay? But since we started as on a friendship level, that would be a much easier adjustment for me. Versus, unless I'm just not attracted to you, you know. Versus some new dude walking up and saying, "Hey, I'm trying to holla," and like that gets nowhere with me because I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really want to put time in saying. I want to engage in getting to know you at this level because I don't even know you at the bare minimum. It's like a prerequisite if I was doing a class. Like, I need you to be my friend first before we move any further. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. Michelle, I do have a question, though. So after you laugh in these dudes' face, like, how do they react? Well, the, ver- the most recent one, when I laughed, he laughed and he said, <laughs> and he just, he came, he circled back around on another date another time and then i was like what are we doing here like what's your end game are you are we trying are we going in a different way and he and he was like yeah and i'm like oh okay <laughs> that's literally the conversation i'm like oh i i guess we're doing this party for the party <laughs> so it's it's kind of like i just fall into stuff literally like no that did not sound good Next question. <laughs> Next question. So we have some on here who have been friends and have not. Like I said, I have been friends and kind of piggybacking on what Victor said. It can't be immediately after the breakup. Like for me, I can be friends with exes for two, one of two reasons. And here's the funny part. 
one, I'm no longer attracted to you. So if we have broken up, time has passed, and I've, I've, I'm just no longer attracted to you, then we can be friends. The other side is, I know sooner or later we're going to end up smashing again, so I'm just keeping that door open. Ooh, toxic but point. here's the thing. You don't know which one it is. <laughs> so do you go ahead and slam this door shut if a new man is interested in you because I've had this happen. That's the pickle. Stuff. I'm sorry. I've had this happen. Like I said, I'm speaking from experience. I've been the one left on the other side when the ex just randomly wants to show back up. I'm like, you had to be with a whole nother woman for the show up. And then, and then I'll still say to the girl, you choosing this motherfucker who has to be with another woman to realize what he had in you when you got me right here? Man, fuck you. <laughs> well, damn, she ain't really never coming back. No, but for me, it's like I, I can be your friend if I'm not attracted to you anymore because that attraction is no longer there. But the friendship still remains because we were friends first. Now, the other side is, is like, uh, you're not going anywhere. We're probably going to end up smashing sooner or later. So. <laughs> but the dude doesn't know which one it is. I either I'm not attracted to you or we're going to end up sooner or later doing this smashing thing again. Not to say we're going to be in a relationship, but I enjoy your time and being <laughs> around you because we're friends. No, I and just I, enjoy fucking you. Gosh, that sounds so toxic right now. <laughs> Let's and just call it what it is. No, but I like but I like him too because we're friends. I mean, that's a that's a plus that could be a bo- gosh i don't even know how to get out of this so let's go to the next question <laughs> i'm gonna start with nicole what could be some jeez i really jacked that up <laughs> so what could be some benefits what could be some benefits to maintaining a relationship or a connection with an ex what could be some benefits? you started with the wrong one i don't even i don't <laughs> I don't believe in that, so I don't. I'm, let's I, dig. Let's dig okay, deep. So, Come on, let's get that Libra. Okay, no, let's we're get really the about to get, get to the business. One, like you said, um, sometimes uh, as a woman, you get that itch, and to have that itch scratched. One, two. This is going to sound selfish, but like net, networking opportunities. Like we don't have to be friends, you know. Like if you know somebody that can connect me business wise, then that would be a reason. But I'm I'm pressed to find some a good reason to to remain friends with an ex, especially when you moved on to the next partner. Those those actual those reasons are awesome because you know I'm always thinking business head mm-hmm. as well. There's a couple of exes, well, one right now where I'm like, dude, if you get your crap together, we could be freaking making money. Like, get your crap together. Sorry, oh lord. But do you Trigger. have to be friends Next for that? Year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. We, you have to be friends. And the, the key is for me, I can't, if it's going to be a business partnership and we are not together at that level, I can no longer be attracted to you because that's going to be a distraction. If I'm attracted to you and trying to hustle with you, I can't do it. If we're not going to be like that, because you're going to be a dang distraction. Like you can't be bringing no chick around me because we're going to have a problem and I'm human. It's going to feed into what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I can, it, you would have to fall into the friend X that I no longer have an attraction to. Because if you're on the other end and I, I'm still attracted to you, 
and you try to introduce me to some chick or whatever, it's not happening. Don't invite me to your wedding. I'm flipping tables. Like it's not happening. So I literally cannot like, like you like that anymore, but absolutely. I agree. The networking and just like the mind, like if your mind intrigues me, like I'm much more attracted to somebody's mind and how they think than what they look like. You know what I'm saying? I'm like that. If you can get to me mentally, it's on. Like I love mental gymnastics, but um, up to you, Victor, what are some potential benefits? Now, don't think about you personally, think outside the box. What are some potential benefits on maintaining some contacts or connections with exes? You know, you 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 putting me in the cold on the spot because I'm I'm totally with Nicole over here because I'm not even thinking about like if you can't get to me romantically, what's my thinking is what's the point of me being your friend? But a fit could be to see where you fuck messing up with the opposite sex, having somebody in the corner to tell you where you messing up with the opposite sex. So that could be a potential benefit. I don't know. It could be, you know what I'm saying? So you're wrong, Victor. So you saying the benefit is just so you can see her screw up, so you can say, "I told you." No, also, and also forget her. Talk about my screw up. Something like so, this don't keep happening. To like me, self you know reflection. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? No, with her screw ups. I'm like, don't tell me because I'm just gonna look at you like, mm-hmm, you could have had me, motherfucker. That's how I'm gonna be looking at you, but. But do you ever get past that, though? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you might look back at that chick and be like, you know what? I dodged the bullet. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something I, I don't dodge at, many yeah, a bullet. Like, I'm out here looking listen, like a major. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I do. I did say that because a couple of the chicks that I split with, the very next man got their asses pregnant. I said, oh, I dodged the bullet. And then what's bad is my sister was like, I told you that one was a hoe. She wasn't nothing but a sorry hoe. I said, damn, sis. <laughs> and this was the one that kind of my sister, she was like, she wearing cheap makeup on when she met me and she was sizing me up. But why don't get down? She, she was a fucking hoe. <laughs> And then I told her she had got pregnant. I said, oh, with her ex, she said, yeah, I told you she was, she was a sorry hoe. I said, damn. So I do look at it as dodging a bullet because, but you may have dodged a bullet, but I'm not about to take you back as a friend because I'm like, hmm, nah. Got you. Got you. And how about you, Arnell? What do you feel? I feel the conversation is going to take a different energy now coming on our side. <laughs> What are some potential benefits that you can see from maintaining a connection or con- um, contact with an ex? Uh, well, one of us, I agree with Victor. I mean, being able to bounce ideas off that person, you know, as far as, you know, how women think having the person you can go to. Um, that's a responsible answer. Another answer is sex. Um, and also, if they're really a friend, like I've had some of my exes come, you know, bail me out of spots. Like, you know, say something happens with my car, I can give them a call. Yada, yada, yada. Hey, I need, some, need a hand here. You know, to help you out there. I mean, they're like truly a genuine friend with just some side benefits if, you know, the situation calls for it. Right, right. And that's that whole having that friend foundation. Like, I yeah. feel like if you didn't build a relationship from the soil of friendship, you probably couldn't call somebody and say, hey, I got a flat. Can you come run past? Because we just did not build a friendship. We just went into a relationship and into those roles so, right never call yeah and i guess for me some benefits and everybody's kind of hinted to them networking 
um doing self-reflection now i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm gonna be able to receive early after the breakup like if you broke up with me two weeks and you want to call me be like well these are some of the things i noticed that maybe you can work on like don't do that <laughs> like don't like don't <laughs> you gonna have to give me some serious time to to want to call and talk about the things i need to work on okay um but once you get our once you get to the point where the emotion piece is settled in or gone i can receive that like i have a very 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 honest ex who's very transparent on my issues can't really pick his own up but damn it he will tell me where i'm messing up <laughs> but the thing is he's being honest like I can't I can't say the things he's told me is incorrect because they have been correct and I've been able to work on those things. Um, now that's a benefit. Okay, uh, benefit again, what everybody has said, the physical aspect. Some you already know this person. You would hope this person keeps their body clean and healthy. Um, so you don't get anything. Ooh, uh, knock on wood. Do what? Knock on wood. No. <laughs> Damn it. Better be knocking on no, never mind. So, um, better hope they don't, better hope she don't get pregnant by somebody else. So I don't have that. Well, he can knock somebody else up, but that still <laughs> wouldn't be my issue. So yeah, just and just be able to again. Time has have to pass. Like I don't want people hearing me talk and say, "Oh, she can break up with somebody and the next day they out hanging out." That's not what I'm saying. Like time has have time passes before I can reconsider, and then it has to be a reconsideration. Like. Wait. I mean, he might have an amazing beard and not the beard <laughs> tats and a bald head. Like I have kryptonite. Absolutely. So, but not saying that would be the reason why we remain friends. Uh, we're, we're friends because we started that way. But again, I'm not friends with all of my exes. And another thing too, is once I feel like I've made a connection with somebody and I feel that I can be that with somebody, I don't have a lot of friends. I don't make a lot of connections. So I value connections really closely. So when I do lose a relationship, I'm also losing a friend too. And that sucks. That part mm. hurts worse because you're this not just losing a partner, but you're losing a friend. And it's like, now I don't have this person to call to run this idea off of. Now I don't have this person to call when I'm having a crappy day or, you know what I'm saying? Or something really good happens in my life and I want to text that person and now I can't because that part of our interaction is over. I have a call in Nikisha though. But um, so those are some of the benefits. And like I said, some of the pitfalls, we're about to hand it back over to team, no friend, Victor and Nicole. Hey, <laughs> okay, hey, I thought of I thought of a positive that um, an ex, <laughs> an ex, I guess you could say used me. One of the benefits was, um, he asked me to help him design his uh, engagement ring for his wife. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Well, Victor's face. Wow. <laughs> Everybody's like, everybody's like. Right? What? I was like. Oh, did we hear that right? So we were, yeah. And I, uh, this is where I was not loving myself enough to realize I was giving and not, like, I didn't get anything out of that friendship. 
But yeah, I found myself designing the ex's, or yeah, designing the ex's new wife's engagement ring. And then continuing further, helping to plan the wedding and got invited to the wedding. And it was like, what is happening now? <laughs> you yeah, set everything on fire. That's, yeah. I'm flipping tables. I told y'all, I will flip a damn table, multiple tables. Like, don't do it. I, well, I didn't, I did. I, fortunately, I didn't go to the wedding because it just, I don't know. I don't think I could have reciprocated the same energy. Like it, when I am engaged to invite this person and then, you know, do, do I tell my fiance that I was intimate with that person? So I just would not invite him. So then I thought, why would I even go to his? This is ridiculous. So right. I didn't go. But the fact that like it, like you took it that far for me to design the new person's engagement ring. Whoa. <laughs> I would love to have him on. But the that was positive for him. And ask him what the hell was he thinking? That is crazy. Right. And, and just the whole going to somebody's wedding, like I want, I don't even have to be in a relationship with you. If we were ever friends with benefits, I'm not coming to your wedding because I'm not going to be sitting up there looking like we sitting next to you we both smashed the same dude and we supposed to be smiling and pictures together. Like right. I can't do it. I can't do it. And the person made me feel some kind of way because I was questioning, like, is that not weird? That is and so weird. Like, You're so making weird. it weird. I'm making it weird. Cause, cause it's it is weird. weird. As a woman. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. So that, that, that was a positive. <laughs> What the hell is wrong with some of y'all with some of these women? Because as a man, I asked some men out here too, because I'm like, I'm not about to call my ex-woman, hey, can you help me design a wedding for no, no. That's why I have siblings and female friends for, you know what I'm saying? So but that's why that's why I said I would not be a friend to avoid situations like that. Like realistically, that's his responsibility to go ahead and design the ring. But by me being available, being a friend, he thought that he can, you know, come to me and ask. And so I feel like um, he's not learning the lesson by me being there, which is one of the reasons why I say not to be friends with an ex so they can learn how to maneuver through life without you. And that's a great segue to the next topic about pitfalls. So I know you just gave us a, a pitfall. So team, no friend, team, no friend pitfalls, starting with Nicole. What are some potential pitfalls about remaining friends or rekindling that friendship after a breakup? So to me, after the breakup, after the relationship, one healing has to happen. And after that healing happens, to me, you're a different person. Like you're, learning the lesson to grow into something else so by remaining friends you're kind of regressing you're going back dealing with that person that you know either a caused the wound or caused the lesson i don't need that one and then two um i feel like i'm preventing said person from moving on learning their lesson doing their own growth and doing their own work um, because I'm still readily available to answer questions, to lean on. Like, I don't, I don't want to be responsible for holding you back from your lessons and your own growth. So by me, you know, either cutting off or not being your friend, you're forced to learn how to live life without me. You're forced to do your own work without me. Like, I'm no longer a crutch, if that makes sense. Okay. So okay. that's another pitfall. And then another one is um, it also clouds your vision when you're moving towards another relationship. 
you know, if you still have this friend, like you got a question, is this person giving me sound advice or advice to keep me out of the relationship? So access is still there by cutting the ex out as an, not a friend. I don't have that extra noise when I'm dating the next person. I have full focus on this person and can judge this person in this situation specifically for this situation. I don't have any other any other voices in my head or situations in my head or eggplants around, you know, it's just focus on the next situation and it, it gives that next situation a fair shake. And then when I'm in the situation, I'm being respectful of, you know, my partner. I don't have any side business that I have to explain or, you know, we talked in other um, episodes about ghosts or zombies that suddenly come up. If I cut them all out, the you know, it is what it is. I, moving forward, I'm in a relationship. No ghosts, no zombies, no exes. You won't have to worry about that with me. Oh, and I see team friends over here. Me and Arnell, our chest is getting tight because we got stuff to say. I, I I got stuff to say, and I'm like, I'm trying to be quiet because Victor, Victor has to go. And I see Arnell's head's like bobbing. Team friends over here, we got stuff to say. But let's go finish out team no friends. Victor, what are some pitfalls about rekindling a friendship after a breakup? Um, you, you, you're regressing. It's like Nicole said, you're regressing, you're going back. And plus that person is holding you back. And also you might not, you don't know what that person's holding you back from. It's just because it's like, there's some things you might need to do in your life. Like you might need to take a job. You might have some other opportunities you have waiting for you. But if you are staying with this person in the city with this person, but knowing damn well, knowing damn well their habits, and it's just, and you know you can't deal with them, it's just you're, you're wasting your time. And then you're wasting years just trying to hold on to this person for doing right. And that's why a lot of women and men will end up single in their 50s and 60s. They'll be them bitter old people because they drove away the good people holding on to this sorry ex, you know what I'm saying? So, and also you're missing, like I said, you're missing out on good people. So that's one of the pitfalls of holding to your ex. So let them go. Come on, Victor. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm glad you brought the smoke because I'm going to let Arnell go and then I'm going to close it down. I'm going to shut it down. I'm ready. Y'all don't put all that bass in my chest. Like, ooh, really? That's how you feel? Okay. All right, Arnell, I'm going to let you take the stand first and then I'm going to close it down for team team friends. So the pitfalls of remaining friends with the ex. That's what we're all making? Yeah, the pitfalls. Ooh. I guess one of the pitfalls, the possibility of catching feelings again, especially if yeah, that's a big one. they've moved on to somebody else and you still have those feelings remain, it's kind of a hurt, not an kind, that's a hurt feeling, Yeah, you know, for, for either party. But I mean, that's really the major pitfall that I see. And also, um, I guess it worked both ways. You know, I laugh and joke about, you know, hey, I got a good relationship with my exes, but you know, that person may have a good relationship with their exes too. And while you may be that person, so, uh, you know, their friend. Your voice just went weird. Can you hear me now? I hear you. You sound like you're in a, a tunnel. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. The universe must not like what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The universe is like, shut up, Arnell. <laughs> Say something again. 
can you can you hear me now? Yeah, there you go. There Dang. you go. That was weird. But I think that's a major pitfall. Just having those feelings remain, or having the chance of those feelings coming back. Because I mean, if they moved on to somebody else, you're going to be sitting there hurt as a friend with nowhere to go. Yeah. When yeah. Victor said, you know, you couldn't let it go. But I mean, that's really the the only major pitfall that I see because. I don't know. I'm just good at cutting off my emotions. So, I mean, outside of that, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I, I agree with you. I think that's the big, the biggest pitfall. And first, before I go to, to that, I agree about catching feelings and that's why you have to be very clear with yourself. Like this person, I'm not attracted to anymore in that way. You know what I'm saying? So I can be friends with you. Cause I, when I look at you, it's just like, I don't feel nothing. Right. I don't know what was going on back in the day where I did, but I'm looking at you now and there's like, you're doing nothing for me, but because we are friends, I'm good. Like I can talk to you about other chicks, like, go ahead, let's, let's tape you up. Let's get you looking good. So you can find somebody. <laughs> I literally did that with my ex-husband. I'm like, let's find you somebody so you can leave me the hell alone. I didn't say that part. I didn't say that part. <laughs> did not say that part. But um, I did. And at first he was like, what? And I'm like, well, we got to tape the beard up. We got to, you know what I'm saying? So once you get to the place where you're, there is no longer an attraction, then that shouldn't be an issue. It's, it's the different level that friends with benefits access where those motions can start coming in because I'm not smashing you if I'm not attracted to you. So if we still have that door open, I can definitely see that being a pitfall because you know what they always say when two people lay in the bed, somebody's feelings get left behind. I don't know how that damn saying goes, but in that aspect, you're exchanging energy. So I agree with you on that aspect. Um, and hurt feelings can happen. So you got to be very clear with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like if there is any leftover emotional baggage with this person, it is not the time to be a friend with that person. Cause you're probably going to end up getting hurt if this person moves on. Now, going back over to Team No Friend. Now, I'm going to hit something that um, Nicole was talking about, example that she was talking about with um, being, you know, t f trying to figure out if this person is telling you the right stuff to keep you from moving forward because maybe they want you to have access. They want to have access to you, right? I know for me, there's, it may be because of my background when I was in the military, but everybody does not get the same information from me. Like everybody has a different security levels for me. So you might be my friend, but I'm not going to, I might not tell you this about this part of my life. If I have a guy that I was seeing and we're friends, I'm not going to tell them about dudes I'm, I'm talking to. I'm just not, you don't have the right to have that access. Like I'm just not going to do it. Um, I talked to, I've talked to dudes multiple times who don't know I might be talking to somebody that I'm cool with that we've smashed before. I'm not going to tell dude, Hey, we've been intimate before. Just want to let you know, like, I'm never going to give that information. What is the point? Like, I don't see what would be the point. So for me, there's different security level access. So I'm not going to give so somebody all that information. So that's one way for that pitfall to be squashed because I'm not going to give him access to who I'm talking to. Cause I don't, he might do something to sabotage it or something. I just don't feel he should have access to it. So that's number one. 
Number two is I think Victor going up to Victor. One of his examples was um, the whole feelings resurfacing, right? For me, again, keeping it very clear who the friends are that I'm not attracted to like that. If I have somebody that I'm physically attracted to, then I know I have to be very careful on what I choose to do, say, and interact with that person versus somebody I could care less about. Like, we are just friends. Like, we might have smashed, but that was, that was a weak time in my life. I'm better now. <laughs> I no longer have any attraction towards you. So yeah, you could talk to me about your chick. Now, I'm not going to come around her and interact with her too much because it just feels weird. So... I just have different levels of interaction. So I guess that's kind of where I keep myself safe. Go ahead, Victor. I see you want to say something. I feel that. I feel that. It's definitely a weird energy being in a room with somebody you smash and you and you see them with their boo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's definitely a very weird energy. I, I know all the stuff he does. That was weird. And, and it's weird when the girl tried to get you to talk. She's like, hey, are you okay? I'm quiet as hell. I ain't saying shit. And this motherfucker trying to get me to talk. Like, you don't want to compare stories? <laughs> you don't know what he does when I do this? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That is so bad. That is so bad. Okay. So we have some very... So I have a question then. Yeah, go ahead. So if you're not uh how do you say transparent with it makes me question your the definition of friend um because the people that don't get all of my information i I don't consider my friend they would be like an acquaintance Mm, i just get what she's saying actually i get where she's coming from because you know certain friends go back and gossip and talk shit you know what i'm saying so it's like i get that so it's like I'm to the point. I definitely agree. It's like if you that if you get the close friends on Instagram, you may get all the tea, but I don't tell everybody everything because you never know who's talking about you and stuff. So, and I've got to the point now. The only person that really get all the tea happens to be my sister, so that she kind of just ruined it for all y'all. So, <laughs> yeah. And in in an example, an example, so it doesn't sound so shady, is I might have a friend who's very um abrasive i might i have i actually do have a friend she's very abrasive she cusses um and she's just not a soft place to land so she is not somebody i'm going to tell something to where i know her response is going to cause more pain she does it's not about being transparent it's she doesn't have a need to know because her response is not going to help me so if i have an ex who you know, I interact with, and I know, I mean, if this person doesn't have a need to know, they just don't have a need to know. Like if they ask me, have y'all smashed before? I mean, if you wanna know, cause one thing I will not do is lie. Like if you ask me, you're gonna have to be ready for the answer. But if they don't have a need to know, if it's not gonna benefit this connection in any way, then what is the point? So that's kind of where I am with the different security levels or access levels to my information. I'm an extremely private person um you can ask my brother there's people in my family like i said on victor's podcast who didn't even know i was married and then the other half didn't even know i got divorced they don't have a need to know so that's kind of where for me how i protect my energy 
and make sure that, okay, the people who I feel closest to will get me at 100%, but everybody is not going to because they don't deserve access to my energy. So that's kind of where that comes from, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Awesome. So we are closing in on our hour, and I both teams have had some valid points, valid points. Um, and I'm going to go around around the ring and ask to see has anything that was said in this discussion caused you to think or look at things in in any type of in a different way not saying change your opinion but just open your mind to see things in a different way so i'm gonna start with arnell first we're gonna go backwards i didn't change my mind i still feel the same way no although victor and nicole made some very very valid points that you know i hadn't really thought about you know while embracing my toxicity but uh, <laughs> Hey, we're well, not about to talk about the chick you ghosted for a year and just pop back on the scene well, with the hey. We're not gonna bring that up. No, we're not gonna bring that up. We're just we're gonna not... sit here and remain toxic and you know continue to keep our friends. It's hot, I tell you, the tea is hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the first conversation when I looked at Arnell was like, Who are you? Right. I think I I think I literally said that. I was like, Who does that? Arnell. Arnell does. And he's cool with it. So I'll say for me, the conversation did allow me to look at things differently um, to where it's more of I'm a big person about protecting my energy and the space of the person that I'm no longer attracted to in any shape or form. I still don't see any issue with being a friend with them. If I'm not physically attracted to you anymore, we're not going back in that area, then I'm cool. But maybe being more careful with the ones who I still have an attraction to who where that door is left open a bit to be more specific on is this what we're going to do or not and if we are to make sure we're not going back to the same patterns what was the issue can these be fixed and if not then having to freaking just rip the band-aid off unless there's some toxic soul tie and you just can't get rid of the attachment other than that I do feel that we can look at that aspect differently. So I will say it did open my eyes in that regard. So now I'm going to hand it back over to team no friend and start with Victor. Has anything in the conversation kind of let you see things in a little different way? Um, It, it has. It, it just showed me some benefits of being able to have people around that were exes and stuff. So I see it in that way, but I'm also not bending, like, I'm still not about to let just anybody back in because I'm like you, Michelle, I'm very protected of my energy because I've been burnt in the past because you never know who's right here running their mouth about you and stuff. So you never know who you could trust. So I definitely, I definitely agree with you there. As far, uh, as far as letting people back in, it's like, you know what, I might have to, um, I had to tell myself, do better with telling myself that, look, you're not attracted to them no more. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah, once you can get past the attraction part, it's a bit easier. But if, I mean, if they if they were never friends in the beginning, that's a whole <laughs> different situation. You know what I'm saying? If they were yeah. never your friend in the beginning, because some of the stuff you're saying, I'm like, were they even your friend in the first place? No. Because that's another question is, what is your definition of friend? Friend, everyone, oh, sorry. What's your definition? That's going to be on the playlist. But um, what 
would be your definition of friend because some of the examples I'm hearing, if they were actually your friend, they wouldn't want to see you fail. They wouldn't want to talk crap about you behind your back. A friend speaks life into you. A friend wants to see you win. So that's a question for everybody listening. Like, is the person that you're dating seeing, is that person even your friend? And if they're not, you know, I'm not knocking it. There's people out there who have no problem being in a relationship with somebody who's not a friend. I just can't do it. So the the definition of friend is important too, to even make sense in this conversation. So absolutely what you were saying, Victor and Nicole, um, has anything in this conversation allowed you to see things in a little different light? Not saying change your view, because I know that's not the case, but just see things <laughs> in a different different view. Well, my, well, one, it definitely encouraged me to look up, um, the de- like create my own definition for friend, because uh, what I thought was a friend definitely got rocked. And so I'm putting the pieces like, whoa, okay. Um, but what during this specific conversation, it was the levels of information that you give to a friend. Cause I would definitely say they're acquaintances, but I'm like, hmm, well, maybe. And then again, you know, your friend always wants you to win. And so that is like, huh, I had a, a few, um, people that I held dear to my heart that weren't now that you say that they weren't looking out for me to win. They were kind of jealous of that. So now I'm like, oh, okay. To reevaluate the definition of a friend, one, and two, the different levels of information that will be shared with said friends. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like a big thing for me is your friends are never jealous. You know, your friends don't are would never put you in a situation that could hurt you, you know? And and that's kind of always the scope I look at. And I'm like, okay, if they've if I could trust this person, like if somebody has heard me cry that means you're in the inner circle because like anybody who knows me knows i'm extremely stoic like i could have a whole hurricane going on internally but you would never see it like there's been many a days i passed you arnell at work and like there's a whole volcano going on like today like yesterday like anybody who was around me yesterday if they would have hit the wrong trigger point well they would have got a whole nother introduction to who i am but for the Ooh, most I'm part, happy we didn't hit that trigger point when we recorded. <laughs> Look, that was a whole that was a whole nother trigger point that was hit, but that's neither here nor there. We digress. <laughs> but I'm very stoic. So that's also a way there's very few people who can say Michelle has cried to me because I don't view everybody at the same levels, you know, of access. So again, I think that's an awesome thing to bring up. Um Nicole about what the definition of friend is and anybody listening like your friends never want to see you fall never want to see you fail shouldn't be gossiping or talking crap about you behind your back so if you're considering being friends with somebody who's doing that you might want to reconsider the definition you know what I'm saying so I think this conversation has been amazing uh, we picked up some very key points um, from Team No Friend and Team Friends. But I think the bottom line is you have to do what's best for what you feel is best for yourself. You know, um, you definitely don't want to put yourself in a situation to re-traumatize yourself. You definitely don't want to put yourself in a situation where you are regressing regression, regressing back to a, uh, to painful events and painful experiences. But at the same time, you don't want to 
neglect or you know stop a, a something that could be a beautiful friendship and you might be able to be to do an empire with this person who was once an ex so just be mindful of who you choose to shut out of your life and who you choose to keep in your life and at the end of the day it's a personal decision like you i don't want anybody to listen to us and say well nicole and victor said i can't be your friend or <laughs> michelle and arnell said we should link up none of us are saying this people <laughs> these are just discussions that we have heard in, in topics that we have heard uh discussed and we just wanted to kind of give everybody different viewpoints from both sides so i'm super excited that we had this discussion i'm gonna hand the mic back to victor to let us know a where we can find the podcast what's going on on your next episode and what other information you want to give us all right ladies and gentlemen you, you can find the podcast um liquor talk is um everywhere apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio. Link wherever you get your podcast at, you will find Liquor Talk, and we're just gonna keep it pressing forward, um, wrapping up 2022, 2021, getting into 22, just having great conversations and stuff. Don't be surprised if I call Michelle back on for another conversation because Michelle, I do appreciate it. Michelle is very reliable, it's like automatic. She, she's like the captain, she go gets the team, and they like automatic. So. You know what I'm saying? Don't I be surprised. I love it. You Captain America is one of my favorite Marvel characters too, so it works. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So don't be surprised if you hit them back on, ladies and gentlemen. So what I will say, what I will say, if anybody listens to his last episode that just posted, that was my doppelganger. That was not me talking. That was a doppelganger. That was not me. <laughs> it was the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore everything that came out of my mouth in the middle. We just gonna blame the liquor on that episode because I'm like, because Michelle, uh, Michelle, I'm like, damn, I need to give Michelle some liquor more often, huh? No, 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 no. We are not responsible for what happens. To How did me. that song go? Blame it on the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. That was my doppelganger. That's what that was. Uh, I'm gonna hand um, the uh, mic to Arnell. Are there any last statements that you want to give any of the listeners about the topic about friends and non-friends and moving on past relationships with the next? Uh, no, just uh, well, one, you just got to do what's best for you. Honestly, I mean, it's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. And also for all the listeners, I don't know if y'all heard it earlier, but Michelle likes beards, bald heads, and tattoos in that order. So just remember that. Man, look. <laughs> Man, look. You can get me robbing banks and everything with the right with that right combination. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm, I would just say, you know, like like everyone else said to um do what's best for you. But um to, for me, most important was protecting my peace. So if any of that entertaining exes or being intimate with them or anything like that was, you know, not protecting my peace. I was feeling myself emotionally moved one way or the other. Then I knew that that was something that I did not want to move towards or to continue. So if you don't, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Meaning engaging with that person until you're truly healed and have done your work 
um, to, to like Michelle said, know who you are and what you want. So I don't want to say one way or another, but do what's best for you. Absolutely. And just to um, underline what Nicole said, really do that self-awareness because you can say to yourself, I'm good, I'm good. And then that damn text message comes in or the phone call comes in and you're like, whoa, what is this feeling? You know, so it's really, and, and then you have to see if you have that ability to be responsible enough to say, I'm not as healed as I thought I was. You know, I'm not where I thought I was in this, this road because I wouldn't have this reaction. I know for me, a big piece of it was when the person was doing things that would trigger me before was no longer triggering to me. That was a huge identifying feature for me that, okay, I have healed some, I'm doing some good healing because this person is doing everything that was pressing my buttons before and it's not working this time. But that doesn't necessarily, I'm in a, in a space where I can go full engagement with this individual if I wanted to. And that's something only I will have the ability to answer. It, it will, it's not going to come from an external um, place. So I would say to everybody listening, what everybody else said, do what's best for you, but be honest with yourself. Don't try to be like, I'm hard, I'm good. He don't bother me. She don't get to me. But knowing deep down inside that they do. Because if that's the case, it might not be the right time to, to, to think about moving into that friendship space if that's what the goal is, if the goal is just friendship. Okay. So with that being said, we're going to wrap it up here. You can find us on our website, www.thelookingglass.fans. Check us out on Instagram, The Looking Glass Podcast, also on our Facebook group, The Looking Glass Podcast, and our playlist. We have playlists on Apple Music and Spotify under the look, um, the rabbit hole playlist. And we're actually going to definitely have friends <laughs> as one of the songs. I'm the music head on uh, on the group, so every every week we'll have seven new songs that are added to the playlist, so that fit the episode. So again, thank you all for listening. Next week is our live edition, so be sure to hit us up live and come on the mic. Anybody who's ever wanted to be on the podcast, that's your time. It's your time to shine. So we'll be talking and recapping all the topics that we've talked about this month and give give you the mic so come join us but for that record i want to tell everybody thanks again for listening you all take care stay safe and be well we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you're looking for more of us or to check out some additional content make sure you visit our instagram at the looking glass podcast or visit our youtube at relationships through the looking glass and if you like tunes and music we also have playlists set up on apple music and spotify under the rabbit hole playlist. Take care, be well, speak with you soon.